0: Hi there, Gary Turner here, your host of the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. Today, I'm really excited to bring you my Have Courage conversation that I had with the amazing Kimberly Davis earlier in 2019. She joined me as part of the Have Courage online summit. She is founder of On Stage Leadership, author of the best-selling book, Brave Leadership, and just an all-round amazing human being and passionate promoter of people stepping into their brave. I found three particularly uh, key resonance when we had our conversation one of them was around um, having integrity with yourself that's so so powerful for me from that conversation Kimberly said that we we always have choices as much as we don't always want to believe that we always do and that it's not all or nothing I think you'll get so much out of this rich conversation with Kimberly. I'm really grateful to to call her a friend as well as a peer now six months on from the summit I learned so much from her um, every single week and i believe that you will be able to do the same too so please do connect with her do follow kimberly and her great work and also you can find the all of the 23 interviews um, embedded within the have courage ebook it's completely free you'll find it within the um, show notes of this podcast as indeed you'll find kimberly's contact details so until the next conversation thank you for joining us and should anything have resonated at all She and I would be grateful for any shares on social media or any feedback you may wish to give directly. Thank you. Welcome to the Have Courage Summit. This is a summit dedicated to helping you get out of your own way and to help unleash that potential that sits within you. Today, I'm so grateful to welcome Kimberly Davis from Onstage Leadership to the summit. Hello there, Kimberly.
1: Hi, Gary. It's so exciting to be here. I'm so glad to be with you and your listeners today.
0: That's great. Well, look, thank you so much for joining us. And as we get going, would you mind just giving a lowdown, sort of a bit more background about who you are and how OnStage came into being? It'll be really interesting.
1: You bet. Well, so uh, lately, what I've been known for most, Gary, is I'm the author of a book called Brave Leadership. And I've been running a program called OnStage Leadership for well over a decade now. And um, so on stage Leadership, the, the uh, the beginnings of on stage leadership was I have um, a sordid past in the theater. And I did theater for about 20 years, and then I moved into corporate training and development. And as I was working with all of the corporate participants, I started to pay attention to the fact that some of the tools that we had in the theater would actually make a difference to these participants in, in the corporate arena and and that was really dealing with you know how do you deal with your, your vulnerability at work in the, in a high stakes situation and that's what what actors are trained to do very very well and so uh, when i when i started my business and called it on stage leadership yes it's because we use theater tools but primarily it's because i believe that as a leader you are always on stage mm-hmm. and uh, and and i believe that because i think people are always paying attention they're always Uh, paying attention to what you say and what you don't say and uh, maybe even more so what you're not doing and what you are doing. And uh, every minute of every day, they're making meaning of uh, whether or not they want to be a part of what you're up to in the world. And so that's why I uh, called my business On Stage Leadership. And then when I started writing my book about five years ago, um, even though it only came out a year ago, it it was a it wasn't a graceful process, Gary. It took a long time to get the book out. Um, but when I started writing my book, I started to think about all of the things that really uh, make a leader. In in my mind, a, a definition of leader is someone people want to follow, not have to follow. And all of the things that make a leader really someone people want to follow is that they're being and bringing their best, most authentic, and powerful self to to whatever situations they face. And in my mind, to be who you are, powerfully and responsible, responsibly in this world is the bravest thing that we can do. So that's why I started calling, I started to call my book Brave Leadership and have really um, focused my attention on, on redefining what it means to be brave in, uh, in, in our lives today.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I really do love the title of the book. and I saw your TEDx talk as well, which was brilliant, by the way. So thank, thank, thank you for that. Thank you so much. Where does, just out of interest, the sort of the name Brave Leadership, where did that come up for you? What, was that sort of quite an intuitive, okay, that's going to be the name of my book? Or is it sort of past experience led you to that title? What was that yeah, generally?
1: well, it, it was it was very intuitive. But you know, it was, it was interesting, Gary, because I started to, um, when I started to think about Bravery and really moving down that path I, uh, I, was, I got really curious about why is it if, if bravery is one of those things you know we all want to be brave right and we, I think to myself all the time when, when I face these tough tough situations in my life, please God, you know please let me be brave and, and bravery is supposed to be this good thing right, and yet when you think about The definition of bravery, the definition is actually being willing to face and endure pain and danger. And I don't know about you, and I don't know about the people listening to this, but I certainly uh, don't get up in the morning and think, oh, yay, I can't wait to get up tomorrow and face me some pain and danger, right? It's not usually something that I look forward to. So I knew for myself that if I focused on being brave in that context, it would stop me in my tracks. So that's why I had to really redefine what bravery looks like for me. And that's when I really made that shift to brave being your best, most authentic and powerful self because I know for myself that if I can do that, if I can be who I am at my best, my most authentic so other people experience me as someone who is authentic, who is who is genuine, who is worthy of trust, you know, who is reliable and who is believable, if I can be my most powerful self, then that Will lead to brave actions, right? And that will get me the results I'm looking for. Um, but you know, I have this this firm belief that if you are waiting to feel brave, uh, you're going to be waiting for a really long time because I don't know that we experience ourselves uh, being brave, right? You know, I can think of all the things I've done in my life, and I've never once in my life gone, oh yes. I'm brave, you know. But I can look at you and I can go, "Wow, Gary, you know, launching this business and going through everything that you've gone through, right?" And and doing this this summit. I mean, that's a really brave thing to do to put yourself out into the world like this. And for for I can point to other people, right, and say, "Wow, their actions are really brave," but I don't see them in myself. And so I think bravery lives outside of ourselves in our actions, and the byproduct is other people go, "Wow." You're brave.
0: Yeah, oh, it's really powerful. Yeah. Have, you, have you just, out of interest, in terms of your sort of journey, you mentioned it took a while to do the book. And I think, absolute yeah. credit to you, because to some extent, I would imagine that took bravery and courage to keep going, because like there's quite a, a lengthy process to stay with it. Do you mind talking about that a little bit out of interest?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when I um, decided that I, I really needed to write a book and i i decided that because i had been running these programs for at that time about about seven years, and everyone was saying, oh, wow, this is really great, you know, but where, you know, where can we get our hands on more information about this? And there was, you know, I stand on the, the shoulders of many, many, many great, um, great thinkers and philosophers and teachers and educators and scientists and social psychologists, you know, so I've learned from so many different people. But the, the strange way that I look at the world hasn't, re- is it, there? there was nobody else thinking of it in the same context at the time. And so I I, I decided that it was really tough for people to be able to, not not everybody could afford to spend a a full day with me and pay for a full day program or could go to an executive ed program. And, And so I wanted to democratize this conversation and really make it these tools and this conversation accessible to all of us. Because what I've learned, Gary, is that Every person on this planet is far more brave than they realize, right? And there's some fantastic tools that help us get out of our way to really uh, take the brave action we seek to take. So when I started um, writing the book, I, you know, I never thought of myself as an author. I never thought of myself as a writer. And who was I to write a book that felt so overwhelming and huge? And so I, what I decided to do is to commit to blogging every single day. And I did that as much uh, for myself to grow my writing muscle, right? And to, and I I believe that confidence is a byproduct of knowing that you can count on yourself. So I blogged five days a week for a year and a half, nonstop. And that five days a week for a year and a half helped me really hone my voice. I mean, I've been teaching this for years, but Help, hold my voice as an author um, helped me really understand how to connect to uh, other people from, a, from the, from a writing medium, right. And understand what was really resonating with people. So uh, it, it It helped me kind of step into my brave and I think that's what's what's key for everyone to realize is that brave is not an all or nothing thing. It's not like this, you know, you're born with it or, you know, once you get it, you've always got it right. I think our brave really unfolds one situation at a time. So for me, it started one blog at a time and then one paragraph at a time and then one chapter at a time. And I, and I really couldn't think of the project as, oh, I'm writing a book every day. I couldn't, if I thought about that, it would have brought up the pain and danger. It would have brought up the, oh, I might fail. Oh, am I, I'm, you know, I, what, who am I to write this book? It would have brought up all of those, those, uh, all of those negative messages that show up when you're looking at life through your pain and danger lens, right? And it would have stopped me. So instead I had to focus, an impact what's the impact I'm going to make right now in this paragraph in this conversation one conversation at a time and uh so it it unfolded over a, a long period of time but it was uh the right period of time for me
0: that's 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 a wonderful reflection though because you know even for myself I have to say if I look at my journey or other conversations I've had Kimberley we do think of courage or bravery or vulnerability as an all or nothing thing. But whereas yes. it is more of a dial, isn't it? You can dial it up and dial Absolutely.
1: it down. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so for, for, for those of you who are listening to this conversation or watching this conversation, rather, um, to, to realize, hey, you know, you may not have had it yesterday. Maybe yesterday, and maybe up to this point in your life, it has not been... It has not been a great journey, but you can change that in the next situation you face if you get really clear on, you know, why do you care? what's the impact you want to have and to focus on driving constructive action to have that impact in every situation you face it will change your results and it will take it will shift that focus from the pain and danger into the shift from pain and danger into impact will change the way you show up in the world I really believe that focus it's our focus that determines our bravery
0: that's one and is there something around that focus also linked to intentionality for you as well Um, Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, because with 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 focus, you're choosing your action, right, instead of reacting to the world around you. And I think most of us live in reaction to the world right and, and it, you know people say to me you know kimberly you've got to be kidding you're you're suggesting i have to prepare for the situations in my life i'm so busy you have no idea i can't prepare and i you know i say actually that's not true you, it takes it takes 2 seconds to prepare it's not the time that you don't have it's the mindfulness you know are you thinking about who are you going to be connecting to what's the impact you want to have on that person how do you want them to feel what do you want them to do and making sure your actions are in alignment with that so that you show up as your best self, right? It's 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 really about mindfulness and responsibility more than anything.
0: Do you know something this just resonates so much for me personally. If I look back to my journey, I say from the bullying and through to you know the university years, I never stopped. I was always striving for the next thing or the next yeah. night or the next meeting the next person or whatever that might have been. And what, what yes. you're speaking to for me is around presence and actually how you yes. stop and allow ourselves to be present enough to plan
1: and absolutely. to place
0: that next step. Is that, is that a, that absolutely,
1: absolutely. And it's, it's interesting Gary, because I teach executive presence It's one of the things I teach for Southern Methodist university in Dallas. And, um, and so it's, I always find it very funny because people think that of presence as this charisma and and showing up, you know, as this big powerful person. And I, you know, I say, you know, no, guys, here's the deal: presence begins with being present. And people need to know that you are there, that you see them in order to truly connect to you. And presence is really being able to connect in a way that people wanna follow, not not have to follow. That's, that's what presence is. So if you, if you want to bring presence, you, it begins with being
0: present. And what I'm sensing here as well, there's something about, again, something about being brave. For me, there's something brave and courageous in being present, because we're so used to being the loudest voice in the room, aren't we? Well, absolutely.
1: Because I think I think being truly present, there it's there inherent in that is a little bit of vulnerability, right? Um, it's I'm willing to take down the mask and be here all in now, instead of. Um, Instead of be busy, 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 thinking about all these other things and then have have lots of excuses Mm
0: -hmm. for
1: why this connection didn't go the way I wanted it to go, right? Being fully present means you're willing to take responsibility for what happens in the situation. And um, that is tough for people to do. But if you want great results, that's what really, that's the price you have to pay.
0: What are sort of two or three, would you say, of the main challenges that maybe come from your working with clients or any other sort of workshops that you lead, Kimby? What are the two or three key things that get in the way of people being brave today for you?
1: Uh, well, I think real, I think one of the biggest things is certainly uh, blaming situations outside yourself. So it's my boss, it's the company culture, it's politics, it's, you know, I would be different, my life would be different if all of these other factors in my life changed, right? And, and yes, there are things that are outside of our realm of control for sure, and there are some bad things that happen outside of our realm of control, so I don't want to pretend that that's not true. But what I don't think we do is we don't own responsibility for our power in the situation as much as we could. And recognizing that the way we look at the situation is totally up to us, right? So how we see it is up to us. And uh, the actions we bring to the situation are completely up to us, how we we interact with that situation. So, um, if, for example, um, I, I lived in so, – I moved from Seattle, Washington to Dallas, Texas, in the United States a long time ago i 've moved around a lot Seattle is in the in the Northwest Dallas is in the South and Texas very very different cultures, very different cultures Seattle um, is uh, Seattle's got mountains and water. It is a very casual kind of hip, funky place. In Dallas, everyone's very formal and, um, and dresses up. And Dallas is flat and there's no water. And so when I first moved to Dallas, I hated Dallas. I thought Dallas was the worst place in the world, right? And so for two years, I was committed to hating Dallas because I believed, I told myself that I don't belong in Dallas, right? Dallas is not, they're not my people. And I don't know what happened two years in, but somehow uh, in two years, I had this huge epiphany and all of a sudden I loved Dallas. And I don't know what, what the triggering incident was, but there was definitely something. And so all of a sudden, I love Dallas, right? And I would go for these long walks and look at these gorgeous live oak trees and the sunshine every day. And people were so friendly and, and it was really absolutely wonderful. But here's the thing to note, Gary, is that Dallas never changed, right? Dallas was always Dallas. It, the only thing that changed was the way I looked at it right? And if we can realize how powerful we are, that we are are determined to prove ourselves right in every situation we face. So if you're convinced that this person's a jerk, you're going to make sure you look for the things that prove that this guy's a jerk, right? And you're going to talk to the people who always also think that this guy's a jerk. You're not going to go to the person who happens to like this person and go, so tell me, what is it you like about that guy? You know, no, you're going to make sure you keep your brain to prove yourself right. And I think that is one of the biggest challenges we face as human beings is to realize that our right is not necessarily right. Right. And, and so to challenge our own thinking in every situation we face, because it will, it will change the way we show up in the situations. Um, and then you asked, you asked about other situations, other things that really get in the way of people's bravery. I think, um, uh, the way we show up in in the face of vulnerability is huge. Uh, vulnerability will often stop us in our tracks. Most of the time, that's because we're focused on the pain and danger. What are people going to think about me? I might look stupid. I need to prove myself. I might fail. All of these different things, it's really focused on the pain and danger and focused on ourselves. What might happen to me? Right? And so it's our focus of attention. What happens is when we're focused on ourselves and what might happen to us in terms of pain and danger, it triggers the amygdala in our brain. So it sends, off, uh, sends out all of this cortisol, that, which is the stress hormone, right? And it causes our stomach to clench and our hands to sweat and our muscles to tense and our breathing to get shallow and all of those things. Um, but what that does is all those body sensations serve as red flags. Oh, I don't like the way I feel, need to stop right? So it's our focus of attention that causes the cortisol, causes the stress hormones that cause the body sensations that stop us in our tracks. That's what keeps us from being brave. It's hard to, it's almost impossible to take brave action when your body is sending you a million messages to cut and run, right? No, fight, freeze, or flee. What are you doing? And so that's what we do. We fight, freeze, or flee. And it's because of what's going on in our brain. But that is simply a focus of attention. If we shift our focus off of ourselves, off of the pain and danger, and onto the impact we want to have outside ourselves, it shifts our focus of attention and it allows us to show up more powerfully.
0: Honestly, oh, this, this is this is gold dust. For anyone watching this now, honestly, Kimby, this is absolute gold dust because
1: you're very kind.
0: Really, if I put the two things together you just explained for me, there is this beautiful thing around by like, Slowing down, getting present, being intentional yeah. about going first and being the one that's okay to look at someone that, meet someone that doesn't look like you or go and meet your colleague you've never met before or help someone on the street that you don't actually know, you know, just yeah. to do those, you can, you can build that muscle. I think that's
1: exactly right.
0: by bit by bit and it's, it becomes remarkably easy, but you've just got to try and start yeah. back to your point about incremental gains with your yeah. book. I think that's you right. never start. That's
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Gary, your, your point about it really is muscle memory, right? And the more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more automatic it becomes, right? And when you first do it, it's going to make sense that it's going to be really uncomfortable. Keep shifting your fo- focus, keep paying attention to what's the impact I want to have. It will help you keep, continue to move forward.
0: it's oh, lovely. Can you, is there any examples you don't mind? Or would you mind sharing an example of where you've really lent into your bravery? Maybe over the last few years or even maybe yeah. earlier in your life Kim Kimberly, would you mind yeah. sharing the
1: story uh wow i you know I think life just gives you all sorts of opportunities to be brave every day so if i if I have to think about one, you know I think um one of the biggest things that has really uh changed my life is that we my husband and i uh used to live in New York so We lived in Seattle, then we moved to Dallas, we moved from Dallas to New York, to New York, just outside of New York City. And we were in a place in our lives where we knew we wanted to make a change. And we decided um, to move to a place that uh, where financially would allow us to to live the lives that we were that we could actively choose, right? So, from New York is one of the most expensive places on the planet. Um, so we we chose to move to Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas has uh, a lot of sunshine, which I, pref- I, I, pre- uh, I prefer. Um, it's uh, the, a great cost of living. It's um, it's just an easy place to live. And so, when we made that decision, though, we were leaving. Uh, we were leaving. A great community. We were leaving um, friendships that w- that were solid. Our son was having to change schools. Um, my husband was leaving his career in in the city. Uh, we, had, we were making very big, bold choices. But these these being able to be very clear about the impact we want to have and the the crafting a life that was true to who we are not following a formula of what it means to be successful, what it looks like to be successful, but creating the formula that is true for who we are and making sure that that allowed us to have the impact we want to have in our lives, not just professionally, but in our lives as parents, in our lives as people and friends, um, in our lives from a health perspective, what's the impact we want to have, uh, it, it took a lot of courage to make those choices, but I have to tell you what making those choices has also led to freedom that we couldn't have anticipated. So it was, it was wonderful.
0: That, that is amazing. Is, is there anything, can you speak a little bit about that that that, that um, element of freedom you didn't anticipate? Was that just the experience of the new life or was there something else? going well, on? Well,
1: I think, you know, I, I, th- I think, um, when you make powerful choices for yourself, in that comes a sense of freedom because you are not not doing it because you should, because you have to, but because you choose to. And I think where there is choice, there is freedom. And we can choose way more in our lives than we think we can choose. Um, so for for us, I think that's it was it was the freedom that comes in making a powerful choice for ourselves.
0: Do you know something that, that that's massively powerful. that is so so powerful because again, back to that victim mindset it can be right. so easy to stay in the dark. You know, I stayed in the dark for, you know, 30 years about, you know, my own. Well,
1: um, most people do. And, and I'm sure in other places <laughs> in my life, I am right. I th- but I think that's, that's what it means to be human, Gary. Right. Um, and, but I, it's amazing how many people, particularly in New York where we're saying, Oh, I wish I could do that. Oh, I wish I could though. No, that sounds wonderful. I wish I could do that. Well, you can, you just have to make choices. Right, and I think we are—we fill our lives with I have I have tos, I have tos, I have tos—and we build a life that requires a lot of um, a, a lot of maintenance, right? Uh, from a financial perspective, from a lot of different perspectives, and so we are forced into I have tos. But if you can shift your life to to allow yourself to have as many I choose tos in your life as possible uh, what the byproduct of that is a sense of freedom and joy and joy.
0: And who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want right.
1: that? <laughs> right, right. Anything you choose powerfully is going to make a difference for you. Um, and that's even if you've got, you know, you're with, you're in a crappy company with a crappy job. If you choose it, I am here because I'm here to make an impact. It will ch- It will transform the way you experience it.
0: You know something that resonates so much. So I'm I still work full time for an employer at the moment. And you know what's fascinating to share a story here.
1: Yeah. Really?
0: My mindset 12 months ago was I need to get out. This isn't working for me. I need to make a bigger yeah. difference. Today, I'm at the same employer doing this stuff, yes. but I like my job more because I've got out my own way of my thinking because I was telling myself this doesn't work for me. And yes. I have this. Whereas now, actually, you can have it all. You just need to make. Yes. It, you need to be intentional That's, about
1: it. <laughs> exactly. It's that intentionality you were talking about, Gary. Absolutely. And I would suspect that the work you're doing here also affects the way that you show up at work as well, because you're bringing these tools that you're talking about all day long, every day with other people, the work that, the work that you do in the world, and you're applying it to your, your life in your job as well as your life outside. So uh, I, I, think, I think we can't help but be better when we continue to to keep the, the movement and the growing going right
0: lovely and do you have a couple if we start to wrap up because honestly I could talk to you all day this is very <laughs> me, mimbly, thank you um what, what sort of ideas would you offer for someone listening now going great conversation I can I can sort of get what Gary and Kim are talking about but I, I'm not you know I'm missing something for me can, can yeah. you give us just one maybe a tip or two what I can do right now to try and step into more of that bravery
1: Right. So the, the very first thing to to do is to get really clear. And what do you care most about? What what do you care, and why do you care? What do you care about, and why do you care? Right. Um, and if you can get really clear on why you care, then it will lead you to help you understand what's the impact that you want to have. What's the impact you want to have in your work, or in your community, or with your team, or um, you know with 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 your company, with your organization, with your clients, whatever it is that that is most important to you, what is the impact you want to have outside yourself and if you can get clear on that, then you can start taking action, and that's where the magic really begins, because uh, impact outside yourself it, what i call your is your super objective, what's your super objective it's essentially purpose and action. Mm-hmm. Right, and people get really uh overwhelmed with the idea of purpose, but it doesn't have to be this big, scary, scary, overwhelming thing. It can be really simple. Why do you care what 's the impact you want to have? Go ahead and start taking action immediately, immediately in the next situation you face. work on having the impact you want to have uh, and and watch your life transform it really it will one situation at a time.
0: I love that. And I just want to reinforce that for anyone watching us speaking now. It is that reducing the fog. You know, our think yes. can just feel like a big fog. Let the right. fog dissipate and just come back to basics as you just described. Right. And think? trust yourself.
1: I think so many of us think, oh, I can't do it. It's so big. But you you know what? You do have the answers. You've lived with yourself your whole life. Nobody knows you better than you do. Right. It's what what do you care about? Not what should you care about, right? Or what your mom says you should care about, but what do you truly care about? What do you truly care about? And then what's the impact you want to make? That's it. It's really very simple. Trust yourself, you've got this.
0: Wonderful. What a wonderful way to end up. Kimberly, thank you so much. How can people reach out to you if they want to get a copy of your book or they want to make contact with you? What's the best way to reach you?
1: Well, there's a number of ways to reach me. I am um, very, very active on social media. I really believe that the brave conversation isn't something that happens in a vacuum. We need each other. We're better together if we keep these conversations flowing. And so you can find me on Twitter at on Kimberly. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can find me. Uh, I've got a, a Facebook page. Look for Kimberly Davis author. Um, the Brave BraveLeadershipBook.com is my book site. And OnStageLeadership.com is my program site. And so you can find me in any of those ways. And I hope you join the conversation because I know you will make our conversation better.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Kimberly. Have a fantastic evening. Thanks so evening. much,
1: Gary. You too. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.